This is Sean Six from the Liquid Conversations, and I'm here with who? Jesse James Dupree. <laughs> oh, my back, God. Back in, the, back in the deep end. <laughs> Jumping back in the deep end, yeah. We, we've done this before, too. That's the weird thing. So I think the last time you and I talked, we talked about what's wrong with rock and roll right now. Do you think the balls have been snipped off of it? Do you think bands are too scared to actually be rock bands anymore? We, I don't... You know, I mean, you'd, if you'd asked me that back when we talked last time, you know, I mean, we had we had a different assessment. You and I both had a different assessment than I think we would both have now. Right. I mean, you look at uh, some of the younger bands that are coming out now that are pushing the envelope again to cranking some some marshals up and some Les Pauls. I mean, right. the Dirty Honey guys are, you know, if you're familiar with them or not, but they've, they're have they back on the scene. I, I haven't met those guys, but I hear uh, through my radio buddies that they're they're down to earth and cool and just a, just a greasy rock and roll band. I like that. And my son is uh, in a band called Tuck Smith mm-hmm. in the Restless Hearts, and uh, they just secured the opening slot for the Def Leppard Motley Crew stadium tour, like worldwide. So uh, Nigel's going to be out with those guys, the little lucky little son of a bitch. And, uh, but he's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's uh Dad's like I'm a little jealous. Right I, now. I'm What's actually I'm very pr- I could not be any more proud. I mean I'm I, it's you know I'm not I, actually I'm not jealous because I mean obviously this is where he's going to earn his stripes where he gets right. where he gets set up with no sound check on a postage stamp right. with only one of the microphones working. Right. But that builds character, you know. I mean <laughs> I, I paid my dues doing that, so trust me I'm not jealous of that at all. But but um he's been through it too. I mean he grew up honest on the bus and right. you know I got custody of him when he was six years old and uh, so he grew up on the bus. You know, Stephen Tyler would grab him and, you know, they'd run off for the day to, you know, hanging out and stuff. Or, you know, Ted Nugent's son, Rocco, and him. Right. You know, they they were very young together running around. Running around. Your playground is an arena. You know, that's how, how cool is that? You know? So your opinion would be that there's still hope. Well, I mean, things are cyclical. Things are always cyclical, and right. uh, and and so I'm, I didn't invent that, and I'm I'm definitely not Nostradamus, but but I, I would say that um, I would say as of late, you know, I think I'm starting to hear a little more teeth in music. It seems like, yeah. but I, I can only hope so. I, I know that we're still, you know, Jackals doing a hundred shows a year still, and having the time of our life, and I think the band is just as lethal as ever. And and uh, you you know, as Jackal, you either get it or you don't. I mean, these guys, you know, we never were the Critics' Choice, and we ain't never going to be the critic's choice we're just two guitars bass drum chainsaw if you will whatever it takes to get the job done you know um you know just a, kind of a acdc version from the south if whatever you I'll take it honest and you know just we're just uh, the, we celebrate the fundamentals of rock and roll you know we that's what we do every single night we celebrate the fundamentals of rock and roll the, with those two guitar bass and drums and and uh, and chainsaw and people ask me all the time they'll say you know you've been doing this a long time you ever think about hanging up the play in or hanging up the chainsaw you know i'm not doing it anymore i said well does Angus think about not wearing his school school outfit anymore? Does, <laughs> right, does right, Kiss right. not wear their makeup? And does you know people want it? You know does it, does Iron Maiden not carry Eddie around? I mean they do. I mean so I'll, I'll proudly play that chainsaw. I mean I've, I've left my stain you know in the music business doing that for for all this time, and I'm blessed that people want to hear it, and and I enjoy playing it every night. You know as far as retiring goes, I mean you know somebody asked me if I'm thinking about ever retiring. I said, like, do you ever look down at your penis and say, you know I've used this thing enough. I, sh- I should just have this up appendage removed you know the answer is hell no you're still okay. having fun with it and that's the same way i am with playing every night and that's so i'm not going to stop doing either i'm not going to start playing or playing with it's like a lot of people get really worried about 
the idea of rock and roll because they, for a long time now, people have been saying rock and roll's dead, rock and roll's dying. But you still have, like you said, Dirty Honey coming out. And so there's still bands that are still kind of trying to keep that dream alive. And does that put more pressure on you as being a veteran of this? Like you still have to like show these people that? No, I think it puts pressure on radio, terrestrial radio. Terrestrial radio is as much to blame as anybody. It really is. Terrestrial radio is to blame as much as, because there's always been great rock bands out there. It's just what's happened is with the deregulation of radio, you know, where, where you know, used to, you know, an individual could or a company could only own four stations in the United States of America, and you couldn't own any more than two of those in one market. Right. And then with the deregulation of radio, you know, they, they stumbled across a word called globalization, you know, and, and so it all beca- it all started become, becoming homogenized, and, and, and what what happens with globalization is they take their ball off the localization and they take their eye off the ball. You know, radio is still, in this day and time, terrestrial radio is still the number one form of discovery by the skin of its teeth. And if it can reinvent itself and, and be cyclical as well, it could be part of the solution, you know, to revive not only rock, but it's radios itself. Just in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah because radio needs it. Radio is interesting because, you know, they, they, they overlook the simplest of things. Somebody will still wear a radio station t-shirt as proudly as they wear a Metallica t-shirt or an ACDC shirt. And, you know, and they'll damn near fist fight you if you don't like their t-shirt. It but, means something. But people don't yeah. walk around with an Apple music shirt. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> they exactly. don't, you know, yeah. people or don't, Spotify people, shirt they're not going to square like off with you about that, right. you know. And um, not that those aren't, you know, legitimate ways to, for people to find music and such, but I just think that radio has gotten to where it's kind of started like, you know, following those guys instead of it being the other way around. Radio needs to reinvent itself and be the number one form of discovery. We used to go into Dallas, Texas, and we'd go into into Denver, Colorado, to KB, KBPI and KZ, two rock stations, and there used to be competitive rock stations, and they would be scrambling and fighting to be the first one to introduce new music, and they wanted, they wanted ownership of that new music, and that competition bred an audience, and I used to hate those days. I used to think, good God, I hate this, because you get caught up in the politics, and I right. had friends at both sides, but, but looking back on it, it was such a romantic period to to have been blessed to have witnessed and be part of. You know, come here and to this venue, uh, Top Fuel, owned by a guy from radio. How cool. Did you see his tractor trailer set up yeah. inside? That's his studio. The station actually lets him broadcast. And I, I knew him from back. Uh, he was on a guy named Man Cow uh, in Chicago. He was on Man Cow's show, uh, and he was just a baby. It was This before Freak turned into a Viking. <laughs> but now, now, now he's a burly Viking kind of a guy, kind of like Zach Wilde. I knew, I knew him and Zach Wilde back whenever they— when Zach did. They're good-looking, you know, clean-cut fellas, and somehow or other they, they they turned into Vikings, uh, which you know you love them even more. But um, but yeah, he's a. This is a. I'm out here doing a um, a, a side project, solo project, right. whatever you want to call it. It's Jesse James Dupree and Dixie Inc. is how it's being built. But the Dixie Inc. part is what makes it so cool. It's I got a I got a Don Wayne Reno. He's a legendary Nashville banjo player, and just when you hear him rip it, he's just he's phenomenal. And then I got uh, uh, Hank Jr.'s keyboard player, Joey Huffman. Okay. And then um, I've got a. Uh, uh, two young hot slingers, a drum drummer and a guitar slinger. Uh, both of them's name is Dylan, so it's easy for me to remember. And um, and they both come out of Missouri, so they're good, you know, good Midwestern boys. But they know how to kick it out. And then I've got uh, my partner in crime, Roman Glick, playing stand up mm-hmm. bass. He's playing stand up okay. bass, and so it's this is a and we're playing rootsy country stuff. To be honest with you, it's kind of it's boot scooting country stuff that influenced by Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, stuff like that. So do you go to these shows and you you do this this set? Do you have, still have people that are saying, I want to hear Jackal stuff? You know what? We've been out. This is eighth or ninth show. And I've been very honest when we advertise the show that 
it's not Jekyll. It's I'm, not Jekyll. I'm very honest. This is not yeah. Jekyll. We're playing. Right. We're playing a tribute to you know. I've written music that that is influenced by the greats like Johnny Cash and Waylon Jennings and Jerry Reed and right. all these kind of guys. And um, and so I don't think I've misled anybody. So the people that have shown up came in expecting something different, but they they did not quite expect what they got. And right. and, and they uh, they but, know who you are, uh, you but know, they're like, you know what though? Everybody says, you know what? It's so disparate from what you normally do, but yet it's not. And it works. Okay. It was Jackal's just a country band turned up to twelve, you know, and so it's it's really not it's really not that far. But uh, it, but I am singing different. It's like walking a tightrope without a net because I'm playing an acoustic all night and I'm singing different. And uh, check it out. You know what? It's honest. It's fun. And you know, if nothing else, you know, just know that I, you know, I don't drag people through, you know, listening to all stuff they've never heard before. I mean, we we're kicking out some Jackal stuff because I've never been. Well, first of all, I've never suffered from having artistic integrity. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I play a chainsaw, for okay, God's sake. Okay. So I've never taken myself as serious as some of the others out there, may, okay. you know, as we've talked about before, right. that, that tend to think that they can write a song that can cure cancer. I wish they could. But, um, I mean, we're, we're very honest. We are celebrating the fundamentals of rock and roll with Jacqueline. I'm celebrating the fundamentals of just where it all came from with, with this country stuff. And But we'll play some Jackal. And um, and it's, it's really interesting to hear I stand alone or down on me with a banjo and a keyboard. Right. But, it, but when you hear it, you're going to go, right. this is cool. You know, it's fun. The last time that you and I talked, we had this conversation and it fittingly is the same time of year that we kind of had this before election season election season <laughs> okay so yeah. and my question to you was do you think that rock stars should be involved in politics and i said absolutely not i know primarily from on the stage and well i mean just in general i think people get an idea of what they like about you they get in other words they buy into what they buy into as far as who they think you are as right. a quote-unquote artist you know and that music becomes their life that music defines when they were growing up that music defines who they are as a working class citizen right. it defines who they are when they want to have a drink and throw down right. that music defines their life you know what i'm saying and when you go stepping across the line trying to pe preach your politics then all of a sudden you're jerking them out of that what you mean to them it because you mean something different to everybody it, and it's, so it's kind of a dirty influence basically yeah. people don't want to hear me you know preach about whether they should vote for bernie sanders or donald trump they want to hear the damn i stand alone or dirty right. little mine you know and 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 they don't hear that i will tell the crowd that i will sometimes in in fun uh, you know, I will point out the fact that, you know, that these goobers in, in Washington, D.C. Are, are ripping us apart. And then when it does come time to march down Pennsylvania Avenue and take back over the White House, I want to be on the people that are standing in front of me. I want to be on their side. Oh, yes, the greatest yeah. people that come out. And, and it doesn't matter to me if they're who they vote, vote for as long as they vote with their conscience. And they and they, you know, but, you know, what's happened is 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 in and Trump has played it. I mean, the one th I'm just a, I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you. I was a huge fan of Bill Clinton. OK, not because of the politics side of it i just i, I just loved his charisma and okay. his i just and i loved that and plus I, I won't again in the spirit of rock and roll he's the only one that ever really used the, the, the oval office for the one thing that i thought it should was good for he was getting some, he was getting some action but uh he uh you know all joking aside i mean i'm just i'm a fan of of these guys that know how to lead you know and um and whether you know again I, and, I, and i was a huge fan of obama's charisma i was in awe of his ability to to motivate such but again i'm you know uh that's not a, on, from a political standpoint just i just look at those things and i study you know trump is hands down he is the 
he's the damnedest animal when it comes to he knows how to market he i mean obviously he does and um and but he's tapped into a time in america to where we've all adopted that wwe wrestling mentality mm-hmm. and and everybody has gotten so polarized i am i'm ashamed of the fact that the country has allowed itself to get so polarized with either liking the far left or the far right because let me tell you something they none of the goobers on the left that are all about you know abortions and all about gay rights and all about whatever you know and they and all the people on the right against it i mean they all they all got their own personal views and stuff they're just part of a fraternity that, and i don't this is what i don't know this is <laughs> this is what i don't what i don't know is there must be some hellacious prize that we can't see that that's up that's up for grabs for them to be beating each other up because they don't care that much about about these points that they they just don't you know they, they, I ain't saying they don't care at all I'm just saying they don't care to the extent that they should be ripping us apart because they they must be some golden ring that we don't know about that's out there it's, it, it, do you ever think about that I mean we're, we're what are they actually we're we're missing something apparently I, I'm missing it I don't get and 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 the truth be told you know there's a couple of observations you know there's a there's a there's a the old saying divide and conquer and if there's anything and this is this will be my uh, this will be my little bit of delving into politics just as far as the just the observation okay mm-hmm. but if there's one thing that's been done that was whoever thought of it there's somebody somewhere thought about this more than just we need to provide health care or we're not going to provide health care right. somebody sat down and actually thought if we're going to divide the middle class if we're going to divide and conquer we got to find the straw that breaks the camel's back. What will divide the middle class? And they found it in the healthcare thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 so again, not I'm not saying what for or against what. Yeah. I mean, I don't do what I don't ever want a baby to go without anything. I don't ever right. want an old person. I don't ever want anybody to not be given first class. So exactly. N- nobody wants that. Right. Then you got the common sense. Who's paying for it? And so on and so forth. And then you got the law of mother nature. This is this. Now I'm going to get off politics and just back up and tell you this. <laughs> this is something that I that I think that everybody forgets. Above Democrats and above Republicans, above America, China, and Russia. Setting above all of that is the laws of Mother Nature. Okay, you know, <laughs> Fair you know enough. what I'm saying. Fair and enough. it comes down to something that sounds so primitive, but you're either a hurricane, still you're a either, hurricane. You either set. You're, <laughs> it, it comes down to this: you're either sitting at the table eating or your dinner. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know right, what I'm right. saying. Exactly. And, and yeah. that's, you know, and, and and that's that law of Mother Nature. Right. And so I don't know how we've gotten so arrogant that, that we think in society that we're going to do away with the law of Mother Nature. Now, can we adapt and 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 be civil about things we did? But you, at a certain point, you can't deny the laws of Mother Nature. I mean, if you, you it, know, and that's a good point. You, you you talk about the arrogance of it, and you know, we're supposedly arrogant about all this stuff. And this is where it comes down to people that are in a position like rock and roll or whatever, or you're a position of notoriety and you come out and you throw this opinion down on your fans. You think like they should believe what you believe. Yeah. And I can't, I can't do that because again, I'm, I'm floating up here, the laws of mother nature. I mean, I'm torn again, you get into the healthcare, you get into abortion. I've got the solution for abortion. This would, this would make both their heads pop off, right? Let's go ahead, legalize abortion, but let's let's check this out. Let's, let's legalize abortion (laughs) all the way around, but let's raise the limit to where you can abort all the way up to they're 18 years old. (laughs) 
can, yeah. you, can, you, can you imagine? Well, any, can you imagine how them kids would be walking a little bit straighter if they well, knew their mama could any, take them out? Any any parent any parent be like, okay, get rid of them. Yeah, now, yeah, now, yeah. Take them, especially in a single mom home yeah. these days. Whenever you know you're raising it, so if you just go ahead and give the the whoever the the one parental figure in their life that has the right to take them out when they're they'd be walking a little bit better of a line. Because <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and and God knows everybody got to know I'm I'm but no, but that is if you think about it though that that is the the, the whether it be abortion health there's a whatever. level of common sense yeah. and, and, the, and the other thing is too is you, you're never going to take out the fact that people are tribal you know what i'm saying people I mean, will do the pe- dumbest pe- stuff pe- ever if you push them people but people are tribal nonetheless yeah. i mean whatever group they're running with so it could be a mixed group of people that want, they they become tri- if you put them in a, a community and they're living together they're going right. to become tribal you know uh but if you put races together they're going to become tribal just just again mother nature if you put a, a woman with her you know you put any woman off the, the the Oscars with their you know their cleavage you know the, the the dress cut all the way down to their damn you know to their damn pubic line you know and then they turn around and fuss because a dude's sitting there with his eyeballs popping out and he's wanting to touch her I mean again that where does the laws of mother nature go now again I, I, I'm not acknowledging that you got to be civil and we got but I'm right. saying there's the law of mother nature that we got to you know somehow I know there's got to be a, a balance and I'm not justifying it any that it's ever right to do anything right wrong. I'm just saying I'm just looking at it up here and it's just that people are getting so just I don't know just so whacked either far left or far right and it's not the truth's in the middle people it's in the middle. literally lost their idea of what's normal and I don't know how this is going to translate into writing or whatever so you got it I'm, I'm saying all this in a tongue-in-cheek way but but still making a point you know but I, by all means I don't want people saying I'm condoning any damn thing I ain't condoning nothing except what I'm doing sitting right here on this bus right now I just speak for myself I don't speak very playing else. rock and roll yeah, and you're yeah. just being Jesse and I'm not going to so. go up there and preach to about politics to everybody I, I will uh, yeah I'll go one step but you get me talking about all this stuff and I'll, 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 I'll spout some BS uh, here's another line of BS I think that if we really wanted to solve some problems we would all of a sudden pull the rug out from underneath communities across the country. We'd pull the rug out from underneath all the communities. Big cities, little city would pull the rug out from underneath those cities and no more government programs. And and we just give every we tell everybody, okay, March the thirty first, you gonna figure it out yourself. Right. You're your own community. Yep. You wrap up around your own. You, f- you figure it out. You figure it out. And you figure it out. And uh, because the government programs are enabling communities to be complacent and think that somebody else is gonna handle it. But I think, but communities should be the ones that are doing it. And if it comes down to communities having to help raise kids, which is ultimately it's gonna take a couple of generations to get everybody's ass jerk back where it should be as far as being responsible citizens. You know, talk about gun control. My kids were raised in. A house with guns. I live in Kennesaw, Georgia, where it's a mandatory law, law that every household must own a gun. You should you can check gun. it out. Uh, USA Today did a story on it. Twenty-five years after the law was passed, they they went and did a story on it. The, the population is more than quadrupled, and the crime rate has not went up one percent. And that's just a fact. Now, that's not me preaching guns on anybody. No, it's just. But, I, but I'll tell you something. It's not fact. the guns. Yeah. I've raised. I've got three kids, three youngins, right? You could put Uzi machine guns and sticks of dynamite around in every one of their hands. They're not going to hurt anybody. You know why? Because I've raised responsible citizens. Right. They're not going to get in a car. They and know mow, better. They're not going to get in a car and mow somebody over. They're not going to walk into a school and wipe everybody out. They're right. not going to do it because I've raised a responsible citizen. So you should be able to leave sharp objects laying around and they know it's sharp not to mess with it, right? <laughs> I mean, that's where, again, that's that law of Mother Nature that we're stepping up thinking that gun control is going to I can't believe they're wasting time talking about any of this stuff. How about go one step further? Raise a responsible citizen. Go look at my kid. I'm a damn rock band. I've been arrested for indecent exposure many times, <laughs> and I've done I've done I've done a lot of things that I'm, I should be ashamed I'm a, I'm a of. But I'm a in a rock band, and my kids should be completely screwed up. 
but my, they're not. My kids are incredible. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, seriously, I got yeah. I, my son's a gentleman. I mean, people talk about how cool he is. He's, you know, and he and he's good looking little son bitch. I mean, he looks like his mama, and I mean, it, you know, and my daughters and stuff. I mean, I, I you know, again, I don't want to hear it. You know, it's, it, 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 and so, but I ain't preaching that to nobody. I'm just saying, if I'm preaching anything, it's just common sense and, and the law of Mother Nature and and uh, and, and and get off your high. And this far left, right, and far right stuff. Is just common sense BS. is really short in society right now. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, like people, they lost their mentality about they're so concerned about being involved in everything. But the problem is that they're not involved in anything that's worthwhile. And the and the thing is, the news has gotten so driven by ratings and so driven by you know by uh, you, 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 um, it's and, right, and right now, if you tell the truth, they are not so committed to covering a Democratic side as much as it looks like, or a Republican side as it looks like. At the end of the day, I think most of them just wish that Trump would walk out behind the podium, walk over and backslap Bernie Sanders, and then Sanders <laughs> would pick up a table and throw it at him. And I mean, that would that would satisfy eighty percent of America out of there to see yeah. them just break down in a damn ballroom brawl that's a, they're, and they're not going to let up until they see something like that and the, the and the other thing is the other the 90 percent that's out here across america the, they're not polarized like that really they, they go to work with their buddies and and it doesn't matter what race they are or what you know exactly. uh, what sex or whatever they're i mean it's just people are getting it done uh you can't you know there's bad apples in every bunch right but just real america i don't know just so jesse james is still trying to live the rock and roll dream i am living the rock and roll dream i, I, I wake up every day in the first when I first open my eyes, I have the damnedest anxiety attack ever, every morning. For real? Ma oh, God. I have a major anxiety attack. As soon as I open my eyes, I have a major anxiety attack. And I think, oh, God, I got to go pour concrete today. This has all been a dream. And and I, and I, and, and I got to go. And I, I used to look down at my hands. They'd be cracked with that yeah. sulfur from pouring concrete and, dry, and working construction. And I used to look down and say, one day I'm not going to have to. And, and I wake up in an anxiety attack thinking it's all been a dream and I got to go pour concrete. And then whenever I realize and I, and I figure, okay, wait a minute, I'm I'm actually, I'm in, uh, we're, we're I'm, on in a tour bus. I'm in Baltimore, Maryland, in a hotel. In a in a in a ice hotel and, yeah. and I'm gonna get up and go have a distributor meeting and then I'm playing a show that night and you know then I'm getting on the bus and rolling to the next town. I, the I mean just you know it's you know again it's uh, I've been very blessed but I do wake up in an anxiety so I don't take it for granted. As soon as I realize that it hadn't been a dream, I jump out of the bed and take as big a bite out of life's ass as I possibly can. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you, brother. The Liquid Conversations podcast is brought to you by Dirtbag Clothing. Wear it till it stinks.